What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And today we're bringing you guys our live episode from Sketchfest in San Francisco. Oh, yes. It was a good time. It was, it was so really much fun. fun. It was my it favorite was really live show that we've ever done for Self Helpless. Yeah, you know, it was, it had, yeah, it was a good time. It was you like, suck you know, at LA. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. LA, LA can be some weird energy sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It was a really, it was a really fun. Our guest was amazing. Ahmed Weinberg. He was so funny. He, and he killed had so it. So much shit. To talk about like yeah. real good juicy stuff he's so funny he yeah so this funny. colbert uh set is really funny yeah he's been on colbert he's been on uh late night with seth myers super funny comic he and i were headlining um the punchline in san francisco together the night before and uh he just killed it, it was great and then ended up having like all of these self-help type of things to discuss so we got most heavily into transcendental meditation which he is doing right now and it was yes. fascinating <laughs> we did not know anything to about talk it. about it with him yeah the logistics of tm had no mm -hmm. clue yeah it's very it's interesting it's very interesting yeah and uh he talks about being uh jewish and muslim mm -hmm. he's yeah. a tall white ginger yeah um yeah it was really good stuff he's also vegan we didn't really talk about him being vegan but he is also you know i just get excited anytime i meet another vegan yeah and we missed you so much tay oh, tay oh, was yeah. super sick i was yeah to give you an idea it's wednesday now after the live show saturday, saturday and i am still sick so uh, um thank you to uh the the few helpsters that came out to the San Jose shows Saturday night. I am sorry that I was uh, in a rough spot. I feel like the Saturday late show was definitely rougher. I remember the early show being like, this is going all right. And then the late show, I was like, we're losing steam real quick. Aww. So um, thank you very much uh, to you guys who came out. You were lovely. And I'm sorry I couldn't be there. Um, I woke up that morning and it was just, you guys heard the oh voice memo, God. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. I could not make it happen. Uh, and also do my shows that night. So uh, thank you for understanding. And it was very fun to see all the posts and stuff and the shirts you made. And oh, just, my oh, my God. God. Two so cool. of the sweetest girls lovely. there made their own self-helpless shirts that were incredible you guys so made us cool. gifts og <laughs> yeah. hannah OG made hannah us came out oh my god yeah. cheryl was hilarious cheryl cheryl brought her husband I oh believe. just we, uh. we love meeting you <laughs> listeners so much because we it's so weird we like record the podcast in a vacuum you know what I mean? like yeah. we're, it's just the three of us in a room in la and then it goes out all over the world and it's so cool to get to actually meet you guys in person who are listening it's just it's the greatest dude the jokes and callbacks oh, that our audience they were, were making killing. they were on fire they were hilarious our listeners are legit I, super I, funny like i yeah. really hope the audio picks up their callbacks because it was so good I'm like you guys should really start writing yeah was, oh my god they were so good and yeah you were very much missed i can't and, wait to listen uh, to yeah that. it was it was a really good time meeting everybody i had a really it was a Really best nice callback 
There were so many. So it was many. like constant really? callbacks. Yeah. They were doing a great job. I'm like, well, we don't even need to be here. <laughs> yeah. You guys go. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it was and there's a Q&A a towards the end where we just kind of opened it up to questions mm-hmm. about anything and everything, you know, whether it's about the show or personal stuff or whatever. And yeah. it was a lovely group. I love that. Yeah, it they was really awesome. cool. Ahmed yeah. is the first person I went to Sun Cafe with. <gasps> no shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, remember Look I told you, I was like, that. I finally went. It was with Ahmed. Oh my, oh my God. I yeah. love Sun Cafe. I could do the whole episode on Sun <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> He's so nice. Yeah. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy this live episode. And um, I'm going to be headlining Tacoma Comedy Club uh, February 13th through the 15th. That's Valentine's weekend. It's going to be great. I, I cannot wait to meet you guys. I know we've got a lot of uh, Pacific Northwest helpsters. And then um, I'm headlining Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin, March 5th through the 7th. Uh, Go Bananas in Cincinnati, March 19th through the 22nd. And then um, Grand Rapids uh, at Dr. Grant's Comedy Club, April 9th through 11th. So go to KelseyCook.com for tickets and more tour dates. Oh, Spokane Comedy Club, May 7th through 9th as well. My hometown. I'm so excited. When does this come out? This is coming out either February 3rd or February 10th. Okay, cool. If it's the 3rd, then I am at... The Spokane Comedy Club. Hey, Hey-o. hometown, go see Taylor, please. What up? Nice. Listen to Kelsey. February 6th through 8th. And then I am at uh, Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, the 14th and 15th. Happy Valentine's Day. I am doing the Wheeler Opera House February 21st in Aspen for the Aspen Comedy Festival, Colorado. I am at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club in Las Vegas, the 27th through March 1st. Um, and then... Uh, I think I'll be able to say this by the time. I don't know if I can say it because I don't know when this comes out. And then I'm at Hilarities in Cleveland, March uh, 5th through 7th. Hell yeah. Amazing. And uh, if it's February, my Thriving Artist course is out this month. I promise it's out in February. (laughs) I've made a commitment. Um, So yeah, check out DelaneyFisher.com or follow me on Instagram at DelaneyFisher and there's more info information about it there uh, for the month of February. I'm so excited. Sweet. (gasps) All right. Enjoy this episode and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Yeah, this is kind of weird, excited. like 1 p.m. on a Saturday, huh? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I love when he's like, did you guys crunk? I'm yeah. like, you guys gonna black out right now? Yeah. Shit. Is the best. I am, you guys, I'm hungover. Uh, San Francisco is fun, and I'm hungover. I just want to make that clear that... I am struggling a bit right Delaney now. really, like, <laughs> suckled on San Francisco's teat last night. You drank all its juices. Lots of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Well... You want to do it? Should, Should we get, get our guest? So we have a special guest for you guys today. Uh, he's amazing. You might know him from Colbert, from Seth Meyers. Uh, please put your hands together for Ahmed Weinberg. Yay! Yay! Woo! Woo, woo, woo! <laughs> what a walk on, man. Thank you this. so much, everybody. <laughs> Keep it going for me. <laughs> this. this coffee? Tea? Coffee, khakis. Oh, look at it. You are dressed like a 70-year-old who lives in Maine. Uh, <laughs> like, you got a very fisherman's wharf thank you. type of... Yeah. My grandfather is a 70-year-old who lives in Maine. Okay. Well, he's older than that, but he was once. Yeah. 70. That is true. Keep that the is... tradition alive. I like and it. And he's a Buddhist. <gasps> is he? Yeah, he's a Zen Buddhist. He, he went Jew to Boo. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jubu. He went Jubu. Jubu. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Do you want to explain to the crowd and our listeners your background, like with your name and how just unusual sure. of a melting pot you are? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where do you, where should I start? Ahmed. I'll start there. <laughs> um, I'm white. Also, if you're listening, so that should be said. Yeah. And uh, this is a very visual episode. I really fuck. Yeah. I fuck people up. <laughs> people are confused all day, and I'm sorry. It's not my fault that my because my parents converted. So they're my parents. My dad was Jewish, uh, became a Muslim. Silence. <laughs> One zipper opening, <laughs> just like you hear that. She's like, I'm gonna go now. Actually, <laughs> dipped out on the back. I'm just kidding. Um, and my mom was uh, raised Irish Catholic and became Muslim, so that's why I'm a ginger and a Jew. <laughs> yeah, and, and a, a Muslim. Muslim. And, a and Muslim. my dad's a Zen Buddhist. <laughs> I know it's too much. Yeah. What uh, do you identify with the most? Um, I identify with Islam the most because I was raised Muslim. So it was, okay. yeah. Like, because I, I went on birthright, like I did some Jew stuff. Sure. Yes. I, <laughs> um, yeah, I went to bar mitzvahs. I feel very Jewish. Like, I think my body is Jewish. Okay. And my brain is Jewish. But I was raised Muslim. I was like, like when I see a mosque, and when I go to a mosque, I'm like, oh, this is how I, like, I feel comfortable Okay. There. And you thought I was Jewish yesterday once you found out more about me just because I have kind of a speak-to-the-manager sort of vibe <laughs> yeah. about me. All the allergies and All things. the allergies. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, sensitive allergies. person. I just had coins with me last night. A lot of coins. <laughs> she took like... I wasn't going to say that part. I was like, that's an offensive part of she this. She took like but. 15 supplements this morning. I saw her. We had flaxseed crackers in the, in the green room. Yeah. A lot There's of Jewish lot vibes on. with me, and I'm I'm not, but I I mean, we, you I, were raised Christian, huh? How were you raised? Oh, nothing. Nothing. White trash. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. No actual Christian. religion. Sure. I'm I sorry. Guess. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Christian, yeah. Oh, off to a good start. With this. Yeah. What were you raised? Uh, well, Irish Catholic, actually on one side, Christian ah. on the other. So I'm agnostic. now. <laughs> you know. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. yeah. But I was a religious studies major in college, so I, you know, I studied all this, you know? <laughs> all, all my the stuff. things that you're doing, I studied you, you know? So that's cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so I know a lot about you. you okay. Know? Yeah. <laughs> a little really? creepy. <laughs> we can skip the interview. Good night. Been watching. <laughs> Good day, actually. Yeah. Good day. So do you have a least favorite or favorite quote you would oh, like to right. share for our quotable? I can't wait. Do you guys to see have quotables? You guys want to share some quotables? Looks like there's some quotables on these shirts right now, perhaps. Do people bring quotes to the... <gasps> Are these self-published shirts? What does that say? <gasps> oh, my God. Hold everything. Okay. So it says, I'm a type A, anxious, workaholic, perfectionist artist, tribe-seeking, exercising, meditating, sex-having, therapy-going, Libra, badass book reader with a self uh, with a skin routine. Uh, I am self-published. Oh, I just came. Oh my god. Do you see this? That's incredible. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. <gasps> you guys. Only I'm an Aries, so. Fuck yeah, bitch. I'm gonna cry. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god, those oh. shirts are fantastic. What's the wow. story? Is that something that you guys say? Like, do you guys list all your stuff? And I mean, we list. No, a they lot just of came up with that. <laughs> we overshare everything about. So yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you guys so much. That is the coolest thing. <laughs> I love the colors too. Oh. My gosh. Yeah. Okay, Where'd well, you get those? Because I, I want one. <laughs> I, I designed them and had them made at Etsy. What? Yeah. She you guys want those? those? I oh want one. Oh my god. I want one too. <laughs> I should have uh, had them made for you. We'll be yeah. talking after the show. We got to get photos of those things. We'll get them up places. Wow. That's super cool. That's so god, nice. Fuck. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I should get the. I, mean, I should buy that, that exact shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you just leave a home? Yeah, Nothing you say will be better than yeah, this. There's no, there's no point in even trying. I but, am a Jewish, well. Muslim, Buddhist. <laughs> My grandfather lives in Maine. He was 70 years old. <laughs> I got. I'm bad at holding on to quotes. Like I always find good ones and then they just disappear from my life. Mm. Sure. Gotta I don't keep know. them in your phone. I know. Yeah. But there is one I saved, which was what uh, Steve Jobs' last words. Have you guys heard the, these words? I don't no. think so. Have you guys <laughs> heard these words? Have you guys heard these words? Talk to Steve. Okay, it's a little long. Okay. Um, and he was, uh, he had $7 billion. He died at 56 from pancreatic cancer. Um, in other eyes, my life is the essence of success. But aside from work, I have a little joy. And in the end, wealth is just a fact of life to which I am accustomed. At this moment, lying on the bed, sick and remembering all my life, I realize that all my recognition and wealth that I have is meaningless in the face of imminent death. Whoa. Sorry. God. <laughs> yeah, bring the room down. Whoa, bro! <laughs> This is, how I, this is what I read at night. I'm just curling up. You can hire someone to drive a car for you, make money for you, but you cannot rent someone to carry the burden of disease for you. One can find material things, but there is one thing that cannot be found when it is lost. Life. Treat, treat yourself well and cherish others. As we get older, we are smarter, and we slowly realize that the watch is worth $30 or 300 both of which show the same time. Whether we carry oh. a purse worth 30 or $300, the amount of money in the wallets are the same. Uh, actually, that's not true. But that's <laughs> not true at all. That's the one thing he said that's <laughs> of As wrong. Steve's bluff. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a $300 purse, there's probably a little more yeah. money. My $4 in coins have <laughs> something different to say about that. Um... Whether we drive a car worth 150000 or a car worth 30000 the road and the distance are the same. We reach the same destination. Um, if, we re if we drink a bottle worth $300 or wine worth $10, the stroller will be the same. I don't know what that means. Does that make stroller? It sounds like something that fancy people oh, who the drink baby? wine know. The They're saying like you'll get fucked up and have a kid. Oh. <laughs> I guess. Wow. No matter how much the alcohol costs, you're still going to have a That's kid. That's a weird <laughs> Rorschach <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah. The stroller Don't will be the same. Don't fuck people. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. I love it. Uh, yeah. um, if the house we live in is 300 square meters or 3,000 square meters, the loneliness is the same. Your Ooh. true inner happiness, it gets better. Wow. Your true inner happiness does not come from the material things of this world. Whether you're flying first class or economy class, if the plane crashes, you crash with it. 
So I hope you understand that when you have friends or someone to talk to, this is true happiness. And then he has five undeniable facts. Mm. I'm all in right now. Tell us everything. Yeah. Do not educate your children to be rich. Educate them to be happy. So when they grow up, they will know the value of things, not the price. Oh, fuck yeah. Eat your food as medicine. Otherwise, you will need to eat your medicine as food. Damn. <laughs> Where has this been this whole... I mean, oh my, my God. God. That's only two of them. <laughs> um, whoever loves you will never leave you. Even if he has 100 reasons to give up, he will always find one reason to hold on. There is a big difference between being human and human being. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Oh, I got chills on that one. And then he said, now I'm going to die now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now it's time for me to die, actually. Goodbye. And that's it. Oh, my God. What if just, like, walked off the stage? That was it. That was all. I I, I didn't, like, I read it this morning. I'm like, that'll be fun. (laughs) Like, why did I think that? Uh, there's some good shit in there, though, about Absolutely. valuing life oh, and so friendship. Good. And yeah. yeah. I just want to wow. give everybody a little light depression before we get into everything, you know? It's good. It's yeah. good. No, that, that was really good. I feel like as somebody who we all look at Steve Jobs as somebody that had this extremely comfortable life because he had so much money, it is interesting to hear that somebody that reached that point really didn't care that much in the end about those things and wished he had more of the stuff that us poor folks have. <laughs> <laughs> Friends. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's weird because we're chasing like fame or whatever. Right. Like we want to be successful and rich, kind of. Sure, right? yeah. Like as Absolutely. performers. So it's like we've already made the choice to kind of go for the bigger home w- with like the less of the other stuff. Like we made that choice already. It's and that's late. what that quote makes me think of. I'm like, fuck, I'm getting the bigger house and it's still lonely. And yeah. I mean, unless I really, my career doesn't work out, which then I'll have a small house and be like, fuck, I wish I had a bigger one. I actually yeah. want to stay in a small place, whether it's an apartment or a small home, because it stresses me out to think of having a large home. The maintenance and the just the expenses. And I'm a, I'm like one of those creepy minimalists though, so I don't know if you know much about that. All I these don't. people know yeah. this. Yeah. He he's the only person here who doesn't know yeah. this. So I'm like, I would live in you know a box in a cornfield. You know what I mean? Like that that sounds like if if push came to shove, I could make myself happy just like in the wilderness in a little hut or something. Um, but crazy person. Yeah. Maybe not that far. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm very much like, I don't like collecting things. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be, I want to be wealthy. Absolutely. Um, but for me, it's really going to be spending on experiences. Um, and there's a lot of causes I want to donate to and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I'm on a decent path to maybe not end up uh, with the mindset of, Sure. Steve, towards the end, hopefully. Well, also that quote about um, make your food your medicine, and if you don't, your medicine will become your food. Oh, Fuck. Mic yeah. drop on that. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah. Well, you just became a vegan, right? You don't want to talk <laughs> about it? Five days in, guys. I fucking got to her! <laughs> I, I mean... Slowly broke her down. That's what you guys have to do for the people you love. Just... Just... 
It's been a light hazing for two years <laughs> to get to this point where just every day a little bit, just a little bit more and more. I don't know. Uh, did you guys listen to the Game Changers episode yet? Okay. So. <laughs> oh, good Oh, call. yeah, yeah. Good yeah, call. you I guys. I doing it that way. Uh, how many of you have seen the Game Changers documentary on Netflix? Halfway okay, through. Halfway through. We've got a hand raise in the back. Yeah. You guys are so cute. You're like. <laughs> it is it's definitely a 1 p.m. <laughs> this is a 1 p.m. show. Usually people are like, woo! Like fucking <laughs> shouting like crazy. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's that Game Changers was so impactful or that it was like the fifth plant-based vegan documentary I've watched and it finally just kind of tipped the scale. But ugh, I've been holding on to meat. I've, wasn't I like the resident meat eater always where I was like, it's okay, man. Like, I'm here, guys. Delaney can keep eating her fucking weird cheese and I'll be here eating burgers. But um, yeah, it's it's been five days and it does feel pretty good. The cheese is, it's still not that good. The vegan cheese. There's still... There's some good brands, though. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. We talked about Field it. Field roast. Oh, yeah. Kite Hill. Via Life? Via Life? Via Life. Kite Hill's go. got good. There was a while they all tasted like crayon. And oh, very like, bad. I can't. There's so much. They do still use. some, some do. That's such a good way to describe it. I'm like, I, what is this? It doesn't feel edible, some of the cheese. No, You're like, I feel bad. like I'm not supposed it's to be. Hate, yeah, it's like this, is like, a, this is like a leather seat from like an old Volvo. <laughs> <Yeah>. like a, <laughs> Yeah. It's it like somebody wasn't... melted a placemat. I'm like, this is not <laughs> yes. for my mouth. Super gross. Yeah. But they have it figured out now. Like, there's it's gotten some, a lot better. There's some really good, especially in LA. I feel like when you move to LA, you're like, I'm never gonna be an LA person. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. cool. I'm from somewhere else. Blah blah blah. And now I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm a vegan. <laughs> I'm doing TM. I'm like. See, Every this is how thing. LA he is, is that he says TM. Does anybody even know what that stands for? No. See, Whoa. that's how that's LA how, you are. Wow, that was LA, LA even for me, and I was raised there. So Crazy. you want to get into that a little bit? Transcendental meditation is, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so funny. It's famous, because it's like, you know, all the, the Beatles did it, and like Jerry Seinfeld. Who, Who did? There's a cult. Oh. There's a cult? <laughs> oh, that Netflix documentary that came out? Is that what we no, were talking No, Wild Wild Country? No, I know, but there's a cult around it. Really? really? It's also transcendental meditation, but there's a cult that also did it. There's a commune in, like, Missouri or something. Oh. Blah. See, that sounds like a nice vacation for me. You know what I mean? Like, I would go to this cult and do some nice meditation, eat some, you know, beans, oh, and call God. it a day. You would want... <laughs> oh, look at that. Sounds perfect. Of course. <laughs> that sounds like a nice retreat. Yeah, you are I like exactly that. the type of person that would join a cult. <laughs> I want to make my own cult and like build oh a commune one day. You know, that's like a dream. Yeah, right? there's so many good docs. Did you see Holy Hell? Yes. Yeah, no, I did not. What's that? What's Holy Hell? The Holy Hell. There was this. Doc, there was um, a cult in. It started in L.A. But this this guru was famous for only wearing a speedo. He was like the speedo guru. What? Not not Bikram. Not no, no, that that's, okay. that's that's different. also a fucking crazy documentary. Whoa. That shit's crazy too. But yeah, like this guy just—he was a failed actor actually. Like he wanted to be famous, sure, and couldn't make it because he sucked. He was bad. <laughs> and then he, uh, it's a lot of people's stories in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be speedo guy instead. Exactly. Wow. No, he was like he figured out how to manipulate people. Like he learned some sort of uh, thing, and started just bringing these. You know, he, he became a, a guru, and he, he had his... Of cult. what? 
it, he was just like helping these people like they were they were all really hot and he was like hot and it was all about but it was like abstinent like nobody can have sex with each other and of course everyone was and like yeah quickest they're, they're, way to get people to fuck is yeah. tell them you can't fuck yeah. <laughs> for yeah. sure yeah and they're all like wearing underwear like they're all just like naked and hot and he's like don't fuck and they're like this is cool yeah <laughs> thanks but then he had them like shoot movies and, and he had plays that they would produce like, as a cult and he was the star of them. So he basically found this roundabout way to become a celebrity. Oh my God. Was hey. to be like, I'm just going to be a he cult leader. He himself. Yeah. It's like a comedian who books themselves on their show. On their yeah. show. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what's your TM experience? Like, how does this fit into your life? Um, well, I grew up, my parents had a guru, which is why they converted. So when I watch all these docs, I'm always like freaked. I'm, I'm always like, fuck, did, did, did our guru do something awful that we're going to find out about? What does that even mean? Like, what did this guru do? Um, so he's from Sri Lanka and he came to the United States and he's a Sufi, which is like a mystical branch of Islam. And this was like in the 70s when people were really doing crazy shit all the time and okay. trying to get away from like their parents and whatever that idealism was and my parents you know both ended up becoming disciples of this guru from Sri Lanka and it was just a large group of a lot of Jews who actually found this guru who became Muslim and uh, it was just like a lot of hippie types who weren't into the drugs as much or, or learned that that wasn't what they wanted to do and kind of found this other more spiritual answer to their search for you know whatever it was okay they wanted to like alter their consciousness a little bit but didn't want to use drugs yeah i guess that's a good way of putting it or like you know find truth find like a meaning to their lives and yeah yeah so when i watch wild wild country i'm like oh shit this looks like where i came from like a bunch of white people (laughs) 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 venerating like a brown man who's like they're like, oh my god, you're everything, like worshiping him, kind of. Yeah. But uh, the guru that my parents had, like, there, there was never anything shady that happened. There was no money being made. It was all just kind of like he was trying to help them. Mm, okay. Wow. Yeah. So I think I'm lucky. And how long have you been doing transcendental meditation now? Uh, two weeks. Oh. <laughs> 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 Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> the build-up with the backstory and the family. I thought it was like, from birth. I thought that was going to be, yeah, from birth, I'm an expert. Yeah. You can take a class No, 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 he didn't teach TM. TM, oh. no. He... Yeah, you're throwing the abreve out there like you invented it, and then you're like, oh, uh, 14 days. Yeah. I, I, I got a group on, took a class. Yes. No, I'm, yeah. Oh, wow. No, TM is, like, way different than how I was raised. Like, TM would probably be... The guru would probably think it's, like, devil worship or something, like, bad. Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, what do you do? What do you do when you're TM? I can't tell you. you. Really? Is it a secret? Yeah. What? Well, you pay money. (laughs) I want to try it! (laughs) It's not cheap. It's fucked up. It costs a lot of money to learn TM. You You get a mantra that's, like, you can't ever share it. With anyone. What? And then he, he, the guy has sex with you a lot. 
And that's kind of the coolest part. <laughs> the mantra is, I won't tell anybody that Gary fucked me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just say that over and over. It's the the appeal of it is like it's not religious. Like it's just it, there's like just a lot of doctors who are like this has there's research proving that this makes you happier, healthier, live longer, like just more calm and relaxed and all this stuff. So what's the difference between what you're doing and like I use the Headspace app and meditate in the Gary morning. Gary is the difference. Gary, <laughs> the X factor Gary's that is big. Gary's dick. Gary's big dick. Uh, <laughs> Gary's big dick meditation shack. Okay, so you're so you do you do things in like a room by yourself with this mantra, or like you can't say masturbate. <laughs> yeah, set the scene. You can't say anything that you do. Not even a nugget. No, it's a very simple meditation practice. Actually, it's like it's like the simplest version I've ever learned. Okay, it's basically just repeating this mantra that they give you in your head. And like it, with other versions of meditation, you're supposed to really like try to clear your mind and not think about other shit and like focus on whatever ideal you're trying to like realize or whatever. But with this, it's just the mantra kind of does all the work mm. for you. As long as you're repeating the mantra over and over, y thoughts can come and then the mantra will kind of like, as long as you're continuing the mantra, like the thoughts will leave and then you'll be just doing the mantra, but then thoughts will come back. But that's just like the cycle of it that like, these thoughts are going to come and go, and you're not trying to stop them from coming. You're just kind right. of, the mantra just continually pushes them away, and then, and that's like the cycle of it. Wow. It's hard to explain. How long do you do it for? Are you one of those people that d does it for like several hours at a time, or a couple no, of minutes? No, you're not supposed to. You're supposed oh. to 20 minutes when you wake up, and then 20 in the afternoon. Oh. Yeah. Wow. How do you feel after two weeks? You feel a change? Fully enlightened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second coming of Christ. Serious. Yeah, if anyone has any questions about life. <laughs> oh my God. 14 days will do it. Wow. I'm so, fascinated. these and mantras, I know you can't share your specific mantra, but is it supposed to be something that's just like evergreen, like you can keep saying for years? Or do you ever change your mantra? It never changes. And I don't know how they choose the mantra for you. I think it probably has something to do with like your age and like. I don't know. Maybe they choose it for you. You don't make it yourself. No. What if you don't like it? Mm. Yeah, what if it was like the name of your ex? <laughs> yeah, you're like, guys, I, can, I can't, truly. <laughs> Cheryl, <What>? Cheryl. <laughs> Fuck. You really? Boning a 64-year-old, Cheryl. <laughs> Wait, do you pay a lot of money and you're paying for your mantra and then they're like, bye, have a good day? Or is there like you go to a place and practice this? Because, I mean, I could write mantras if that's the case. <laughs> if anybody wants one after Bitch, show, nobody needs your mantras. Oh, my God. I mean, oh my God. honestly, you could. You could just start some bullshit thing and people would, people would believe you. It would have a dick pun in every... Like, they're not... <laughs> it's going to be a mess. It's four days you learn for... It's uh, an hour and a half a day of, like, learning how to meditate, basically. Hour and a half days. a day? For four uh, days. For class. four days. How much money? Um, it's on a sliding scale. Like if you're if if you're not I don't know, the lowest thing you can get assistance, like if you're actually like really poor. But then it's like five hundred and it goes up from there. Five hundred? Like if you're rich it's like two thousand dollars or something like that. Wow. Yeah. It's expensive. 
I mean, I gotta start a new business. <laughs> yeah, you switch this up. <laughs> Two grand for a I don't think I would. Would you guys pay oh. that money for that? I don't think I would do it. That's too much money. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. This is a pyramid scheme. But you're saying you feel good? Like you feel good doing it? It's it? cool. I have found that like the meditation has been like much deeper than other versions of meditation. Mm, like okay. you really kind of truly like you're supposed to after the 20 minutes is done like you don't stop you don't just open your eyes and go about your day like you have to come out of it like keep your yeah. eyes closed and just start having normal thoughts again and just kind of come back to consciousness for like a few minutes and then because you can go like you kind of like forget about your body and you just kind of like are in this weird dark like deep place and you're yeah. you know I think it's like a lot of stress is like being relieved mm. when mm. you're in that space Two it's cool grand for enlightenment not so bad when you think it's a if it's a lifetime of enlightenment you know what i mean yeah that's, you know not yeah. bad it's like a you know i still say no <laughs> the only the reason i really want to do it because a lot of artists do it like i know it's like david lynch and jerry seinfeld like a lot of comedians do it oh like, but they also are like billionaires <laughs> Yeah, but how do you think they became so successful? Oh, yeah. Did, what, was it the chicken or the egg? What came first? Did they do TM and then boom? Or did they get into it once they were I think Jerry wealthy? was doing it when he was on set, like at like while they were shooting. I think he'd been doing it. Hmm. On Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. But at that point, he's making Seinfeld money. I'm just saying, like, that's not, <laughs> it's not a thing that just anybody off the street can hop in. and yeah, Even on the sliding scale end, 500. like 500. Yeah. Well, what if someone, you don't even like it? Huh? They should give you like a trial run. What if you pay five hundred and you're like, "Well, this fucking sucks. I'm not yeah. into this." And that's a lot of money. What, like a fake mantra? <laughs> They're like, "Just try this out and see how you feel." Can you give an example of a mantra? Not. It doesn't have to be yours, but just like a, I'm just curious what a general. Yeah. Um, I, there's supposed to be like resonant sounds that, like, kind of like how singing bowls. If you ever done that kind of thing like those those sounds are supposed to calm you down like the sound of the mantra like chewy or like some shit like that oh it's not words no what it's just a sound see this is You've why been sitting on that it's not words yeah this oh, is why wow. I, I have to ask you these questions oh. because like we know nothing unless do some of you know about transcendental meditation okay yeah, we know nothing so just like syllables you know that yeah. they've made up for you yeah but they're supposed to be like holy like resonant sounds that correlate to who you are and help will help you. But how do they know who you are? <laughs> the $2,000. That's how they know. <laughs> yeah, they know you're doing okay. We've been watching you for 32 years. No, there's like a little questionnaire when you get in and you're, it's like, why do you want to do this? And how old are you? And what do you do for a living? And what are you trying to get out of it? And then... Sounds like Scientology a little bit, huh? The little uh, personality test in the beginning. That yeah, so I've done that too. Have you? <laughs> Well, when I moved to LA, I like went to the Scientology Center just to be like, "Hey, what the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I, it's crazy when you first move to LA and you're like, yeah. "How is this? How is it that big? Like, how are people yeah. not just constantly just screaming at it? Yeah. Just like, stop! What do you? What is it? It's insane." And you go in there, and it's like, you take this test, and it, it's like a Scantron test. Oh. Well, it's PTSD. Pers- yeah, from college. Yeah, yeah. It, and all the questions are designed to make you really uncomfortable. So, like the the yeah the the questions will be like if your if your best friend slept with your wife, like how would you feel? What? And there's four options, and it's like 
Stab angry. him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> or like jealous or like I'd be okay with it or like <laughs> like no no answer is like I felt good about that one. <laughs> yeah. And you take you you answer like a hundred of these and then they they scan your test and they're like, hey, turns out you're fucked up. Yeah. And you're Wait, like, I guess yeah. I am. If you're dumb enough to like take that test and and to really think that they know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Oh then my god. You would yeah, you'd fall for it. Okay. That's, that's okay, that's crazy. Test. Yeah. So there's that and then the test that you take for TM is not as like There's no test. It's just a questionnaire. It's like okay. why are you why are you, why are you doing this like, you know, what are you about kind of thing. Do other people have the same mantra as you? Like do they have like kind of generic ones that they give to or is Probably. it like customized I think I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He literally like they can't they don't want to tell you. Boom. Boom! If you guys didn't hear on the podcast, she just asked, what if everybody has the same mantra and nobody knows because you're not allowed to share? <laughs> Brilliant point. One guy and one mantra with a booming business. I mean, I guess it's possible. I feel like people would have found out by now. Well, what happens if you do tell somebody your mantra or they find out or like... So like seven years it's... bad luck? Like, right. are you cursed? <laughs> does it take power away from it? Like, what's the reasoning behind that? I think the reasoning is that it's something that you you never write it or say it out loud. It's like inside of you. Only. Oh, you're not saying it out loud. You're just thinking no. it. What? Yeah. <laughs> There's so this much. Is... We just keep peeling away. So that okay. it's like a secret almost. So that it's like a thing that when you're saying it, it's 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 always been inside of you. You've never said it or written it. So it just kind of it, it helps you kind of be internal more. But somebody has to say it to you initially, so you know how to like pronounce the. Yeah, he teaches you how to pronounce it while he's fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually true. The craziest thing, the first. No, no, that part's not true. There's an intro class, right? It's like a free thing. And I and I went to it right after New Year's, so it's packed. Okay. Yeah. All these people are like, I'm ready. Yeah. Let's New Year's do resolutions, this. yeah. And midway through, he's teaching us about TM, and a homeless guy walks in off the street with like worst possible. Like, we're all so privileged that we're gonna pay money to learn this bullshit thing. Obviously, <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm just saying. But I'll believe it until I die. But anyway. <laughs> a homeless guy just walks in and he's like, uh, he goes, hey, you guys meditating? <laughs> and everyone just ignores him. We're all like, oh my God, we're the worst people in the world. And then he goes, he goes, I have, yeah, I have a question. Uh, how do I meditate outside? <laughs> and then he just eventually left. But oh. I was like, that's the... They didn't help him? No. Give him a mantra and send him on his way? <laughs> Isn't that the point? To become more aware, more spiritually aware so you help people? What they the do. fuck? I'm mad. <laughs> it's bullshit. I would want my money back that second. I'd be like, you come and sit in here, sir. We're all leaving. Right? That's a good point. What the fuck's that? Well, they do teach it for free to like <laughs> underprivileged youth and I think to homeless people. It was just, this guy just kind of... Wandered in and yeah. interrupted the <laughs> right interrupted our, our privilege. <laughs> yeah. How do you meditate outside? Interrupted I mean, your privilege. Oh my god! What a great I mean, sentence. that's the worst feeling in the world. 
is like doing something privileged and a homeless person says, yeah, but how do I do it outside? Oh, yeah. That's God. the worst feeling. Yeah. Like if you're in a movie theater and he's like, it's a good movie, but I, how do I watch it outside? Like, yeah, who's got... Maybe it's Noah Baumbach's best film for sure, but outside I can't. I know, it's that so sad. That story breaks my heart. I know. Yeah. What did the, how, what did the instructor do? Nothing. What? What? I don't really remember if he didn't kick so him out. To me. But he just—he just let him. I think he just left. Yeah. He just everybody's quiet. Well, we were saying yesterday that it's almost like the worst time for that to happen because that entire practice is about like rejecting external like distractions, and then a physical human being comes in and is like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing in here?" And everybody's just like, yeah, "This is this is just me being tested right now. This is just." <laughs> They just did, this is part of it. This guy's just part of it. He works for the company. I just have to block this out. And then you feel like an extra piece of shit because now you're just like actively ignoring a homeless person. Oh. What if a homeless person just walked in and just screamed your mantra? Oh. Like, how did he know? Everyone would turn around. Everyone would turn around. Yeah. I think yeah, you would there know. You go. Oh, callbacks. We got callbacks. We got callbacks. Man, you guys are the Our best. Our audience is doing callbacks. Oh, I'm kind of hungover. Right. I don't know if I'm. I slept with my watch on last night. Like I'm not doing that well. I'm. <laughs> it's 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 a lot for me to try to really explain this thing right now. All I've had to eat today was coffee and. <laughs> What's wrong with sleeping with your watch on? Do you not normally do that? Have you ever slept that's with your watch you know, on? That's when you know you're having a rough day. <laughs> just, the watch is on still. When you, you just, you're like, I guess I was fucked up last night <laughs> that I didn't take my watch. I took everything else off except my watch. Yeah. That sounds like, like, a su- my- like a super privileged thing. Like, oh, I slept with my Rolex on. What a drag. <laughs> like, no. I gotta do some TM. Yeah. Um, maybe there's like some YouTube videos out there for like intro to TM that we can all like Google and look at. I, and I bet if you Googled TM, there would just be like an article that's like, here it is. Here's what. Here's what your mantra would be. Like, here's all the information. Like, don't yeah. pay for it. Blah blah blah. Mm. Mm. I think what you're paying for is a placebo effect. Mm. I'm sure. As with a lot of spiritual things, we had oh, crystals. Uh, crystals. We don't like. I don't want to say yeah, about you guys crystals. fuck with crystals. <laughs> I don't fuck I with crystals. I got one in my kitchen. I fuck with feng shui. That's about as like witchy as I get, though. But it is pretty witchy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just like making your couch in a nice place. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Putting a pillow. Kind of. What, what is feng shui? It's like, isn't it? It's like designing your space to like flow. And... Yeah, it's the the idea that everything has energy, mm-hmm. and so if you have things in your home that are giving off negative energy, it's likely going to impact how you feel, which then impacts your life. And mm. so if you arrange things in a certain way and have, you know, like plants, like living things that are nice to look at and are, you know, make your air better and all that shit, it's way better than a, like a litter box that hasn't been changed in a week. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. just on a basic level like that. People get really woo-woo about it, where it's like, your directional chi from the corner of your bed is southwest, but you're like, I can't, that's too much. I can't get into that. But <laughs> your bed's in the middle of the room. You're like, sorry, it just has to be it here. It just has to be here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've definitely done some weird shit like that where my husband's like, why is this is just inconvenient? Like, somebody's going to get hurt trying to walk over this plant. Like, why is this right here? But I've told you, you know, you guys on the podcast that I think like a big tip with your 
your bedroom, if you're single and you're looking for somebody, like you would like a partner in your life, is to make sure that there's room on either side of your bed for somebody to walk up. Like, don't have the long side of your bed. Someone's being called out right now. (laughs) Yeah. If your bed. Pull that bed off the wall, girl. (laughs) (laughs) You know what somebody told me recently, you know, around this like topic, to shut, close your toilet seat. Don't ever have that shit open, or else just. Apparently, shit fills your life, <laughs> literally and figuratively. I don't know if it's true, but I have been doing it ever since I got that tip. Now it's just stuck in here. I'm like, oh my god, close the shit in my life, close it. And so my my toilet seats, they are closed, slam shut. Mine is always closed because one of our cats is insane and will literally oh. like sleep in the toilet if we. Oh, yeah. Just like good. oh bed. And we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. What do you do with your toilet seat? Let's hear about it. <laughs> Look at I that let face. The shit fill my life. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't really shut the toilet. You need to. You're single right now? <laughs> yeah. Do you like being single? Holler! Holler! Damn! Goddamn! Dope! We're gonna do some matchmaking oh, on this shit? What? She's actually getting crunk. So she, like, listened to that guy. <laughs> she is gripping beer. that beer like, what's up? <laughs> Okay, so you're single right now? My bed's up against the wall. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's your problem. But I have a studio. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> if it was not against the wall, it would be fucking it would be in the middle of the room. My bed. That's what you need. We're talking about and you mean like the long side, right? Yeah. I'm not talking about the head of the bed, but like the long side's pushed up against the wall. Yeah. You can't pull it out like a foot? Oh, being called out hard right now. Can you pull it out a foot? Sure, I'll pull it out a foot. Okay. Pull it out a foot. And close the fucking toilet seat and then get back to us in a couple weeks, you know, and see what happens. But that's what a girl is going to, that's what's going to change her mind. Well, just think about this. So just from, <laughs> this just try to be. I don't know if I like hold him, on. but he, there was a little space hold on. between the wall and the bed. And Hold on, think about this shit. Number one. Energetically, if it's pushed up against, you're cutting off energy there. Like, you're not letting somebody even get on that side of your bed. But two, say a chick goes back to your place, you guys fuck, you go to sleep, she needs to wake up in the middle of the night and pee. Now she has to crawl over you. Why do you think, why do you assume I'm putting her against the wall? I don't know, maybe she likes it over there. I don't know, but I'm just saying it's, it's not, it's not the best. It would be better if you, and then it's more equal, right? You both have a walkway. You know, you should put like a little nightstand on either side. You're supposed to try and make them equal. Matchy, matchy. <laughs> try it out. <laughs> you still drunk? Yeah. <laughs> matchy, matchy, try it out. Matchy, matchy. <laughs> matchy, matchy, toilet closing. <laughs> You've got a lot of shit in your life. <laughs> anything from this episode it's matchy matchy toilet clothes if you uh, want a man <laughs> new shirts guys oh, new God. shirts you know I do understand that concept though like if you're buying into some, if you are spending money on something like that's a good amount of money like 500 to 2 grand on that you want it to work and you're probably going to put so much effort into making it work yeah. because you spent the money. You I have think to that's show the, up and I do think it. that's why it works actually. Yeah. Because you're like, I spent this much money, I have to do it. Right. So if yeah. meditating, however you do it, 40 minutes a day is going to make you, it's going to help you. For right. sure. Yeah. It won't not help you. It I feel that way you. about the Headspace app because it's like 60 bucks a year. And even just that, I'm like, I, I paid money. I will use this or else I'm yeah. going to feel really bad about it. Right. Yeah. Right. I prefer not to pay the money, but I prefer a guy <laughs> every day someone to just be like, I'm going to kick your ass if you don't meditate. 
Just intimidation. That would just be cheaper. Yeah. Like, all right, I'll do it. Just don't fight me, please. Yeah. I think it kind of makes sense. I mean, when you think about, like, if you get... If you get a pair of shoes for free versus spending, you know, a couple mm-hmm. hundred bucks on a nice pair of shoes, think about how differently you treat those things, right? Like, I guess a nice pair goes up there and bam, 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 you know what I mean? I got my Cookie nice. Monster shoes for free from yeah. doing a web series, do and I fucking love these shoes, yeah, and I wear cute. them every goddamn day. They are cute. Or maybe, like, the equivalent of, like, shopping at Payless versus, you know, for shoes versus shopping at whatever fancy shoe store is, because I don't buy fancy <laughs> shoes. All you know is Payless. How differently you might treat yeah, those, that's true. those objects, right? Like, one, it's like, ah, oh, throw them on the floor, they can be replaced, and one is like, I'm going to wipe this shit down, I'm going to put it in the closet. Maybe that's how it is. It's like, all right, the more money you spend into it, the more time and care and all of that, because yeah. you, you really need to. You have yeah. to. I don't know. Could work. And my mantra, my, my TM instructor um, had seen me do stand-up and was a fan. Oh, whoa. So that, that really made me Did trust him. that affect that your That made mantra? me trust him a lot. <laughs> you like him a lot more? <laughs> he said he had seen me at Flappers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Flappers. Uh, In Burbank. We want to take the last little chunk of the show and open it up to you guys. If you what? guys want to do yeah. some Q&A, if you have questions, anything like that, anybody want to chime in? could be about anything. This episode, individually. All right. Hey, so... Yeah, go ahead and say it, and then we'll repeat it into the microphone for the uh, audio. Well, I wanted to know where you guys went out last night. <laughs> Great question. Where Great did we, question. Where did we, we go? We were right back there we, for a while. Yeah, she asked where we went out last night. Uh, yeah, we drank here for a little bit, and then we went to a bar called Buzzworks, which yeah. is like an arcade bar, which is right up my alley. You guys know my arcade. weird foosball shit. Mm-hmm. Played a little pinball. Yeah. That's about it. We didn't. By the time our shows got out here, it was pretty late. So Ahmed and I uh, co-headlined the Punchline Comedy Club here last night. It was so much fun. So fun. We sold out the first show. It was Woo-hoo. awesome. Was anybody here for that show? All right. Hey. Look at that. Oh, cool. Thank That's you awesome. so much. Thank you for coming. So cool. Fuck yeah. She didn't shower. Look at that. Oh my hey, god. <laughs> like a true girl. Still got rolling the in. <laughs> Slept with her watch on, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, any other questions? It could be about our personal lives. It could be about... <laughs> Hold on. Okay, you, yeah, in the back. Hi. Hi. So I like, just started listening to the podcast super recently, and I'm stuck in like, 2017. I'm like, doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Thank you. Mm, uh, yeah, asked our what our favorite self-help books are. Overall, what we'd recommend. Oh, oh at God. this point. Dude, I'll tell you the, the two books that really stuck out for me that have really changed my life. Um, you Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Highly recommend. Um, that, that mindset around money is so huge, and you don't even know how it's affecting you until you really you know get called out for it. Uh, and then The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Yeah. Once I was able to figure out why the fuck I do certain things, mm. I was able to trick myself into taking better care of myself. So those two books, I would say, oh my God, and the fucking Marie Kondo. Magical fucking art of tidying that shit up. You gotta read that book. That's, those are my top three. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't read that book yet, the audio is on YouTube for free and it's the best. It's such like, you get like high on it. It's just four <laughs> hours and she just... 
she talks to you as you're like getting rid of like your Furby and like all this shit. It just feels so good. You Don't should do it that way. Furby, though, if it's sentimental. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, oh, oh yeah, I think the audio for you are a badass at making money too is also on free on YouTube perhaps. Oh, okay. And then there's a quiz for the four tendencies. So before you read the book, if you just go and take the quiz, you'll learn a little bit about your tendency, and then you can get the book and read the whole shebang. There you go. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Thank you, Kelsey. My top one probably always will be the artist way i'm sure most of you guys know i just feel like it's so good for anybody even if you're not trying to actively pursue um a creative career i think we are all creative in some way and i think even if it's you're trying to get back into a hobby you love and you're just having trouble getting past that sensor it's just the best like i i love that book um and then also mating in captivity um by esther perel so we just we did an episode on that, and then we did an episode recently um, on cheating because she has a book called The State of Affairs. So, I mean, you guys know uh, my marriage is open, and I just think when I read Mating in, in Captivity, I, it was the first time I felt, like, seen. Like, the way that I have always kind of felt in um, long-term relationships, it just made sense to me, and I, I just love her. So probably those two books, I think. Cool. How about you? How about you? you? Um... Green eggs and ham. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about trying stuff out, you know? There's nothing you're wrong with that. Though, huh? But you're vegan, so they're vegan eggs and ham, huh? If they're green, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Plant-based. Plant-based. <laughs> I'm trying to think. The last ones I read, The Power of Now, I really love. Oh, that is a good one. Hell got yeah. some applause some breaks for that one. That is a great Some claps one. and snaps. Uh, that's a great book. Eckhart and, Tolle. Um, Eckhart Tolle. Right? Yeah. Tolle? Tolle. 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 Tolly? I think it's Tolly. Tolly? One, uh, one of those 12 options is his name. This is why we're called self-helpless, because we don't know sometimes. We don't know. Uh, the Four Agreements. Have you guys heard that? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's really good, too. We had uh, Jim Florentine on for that one. He was Whoa. so funny. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I don't know. I, that's Those are my two that are coming to mind. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Awesome. What about Great. you guys? Do you guys have any recommendations for some books that we haven't covered on the show yet or for just the audience that have been your favorite all for me again but yeah <laughs> um, so I just finished a book uh, called Moody Bitches Moody Bitches is I the name of the book it. it's really good so um, it's written by a psychiatrist I think her name's Lily Collins and it's basically just about like women and our hormones and how we're just like yes we're on antidepressants which make any time more emotional it's seen as bad but our emotions and all of our hormones are really adaptive and Oh man! Ooh, I would that love like a great that. One to review on the show. Moody yeah, bitches. moody bitches. I know. So I stopped taking a uh, birth control, like hormonal birth control pill, a little over a year ago, and it's yeah. crazy how different I feel. Yeah, I feel I so much more too. calm yeah. and yeah. chill. You feel that better will, off well, the pill. Uh, yeah, good. I'm doing great. <laughs> I thought you might. I thought we might connect on that yeah, today. Good. I just felt irritated all the time. <laughs> you get it, you know. No, but I, I, I had been on antidepressants. Like part of doing TM, I, I wanted to. I got off antidepressants, and I was like, I need wow. to like, start something else. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Good and for you. That's yeah. awesome. And it, it feels like me, it's helping it, you. Antidepressants helped me for a little while, but then you, you just kind of after it, after a lot of time goes by, you're like, wait, what did I feel like before? Mm. And like, yep. is this numbing my experiences? Am I actually like experiencing life the way I should be? So yeah. I just wanted to stop and be like, how do I feel without it? 
And what was so the... far so good? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like literally, it's only been a couple weeks, but I. <laughs> that's right. If that's who we have, everything's too. Yeah. No, that's exactly yeah. when I started TM. I'm like, I need something else now. Yeah. Whoa. I felt that way with the pill too, because I got on that when I was 17. I feel like it's a pretty common experience. Like a lot of us get on it so young. And then you're on it for over a decade, and you're like, I don't even remember who the fuck I was. I was a child. Like, I don't even know who I'm supposed to be anymore, how I'm supposed to feel, but I know that getting off it, I felt way less irritable and way less emotional. Yeah. Just like across the board. I got way more chill. As well, the episode with Dr. Jolene Brighton, uh, post birth control syndrome. I learned so much from her, and she like helped us even afterward and everything. Uh, so I've been off it too. Yeah. And it's crazy that they give this to you as a teenager, and they don't even tell you about. I mean, they don't tell you anything. They don't tell you what the the effects of it can have. I'd had no idea that it could affect like your thyroid and everything like that. And that's something I had been putting in my body yep. for over a decade. Um, and then I went off of that, and then I went plant based, and my thyroid levels went back to normal. It was so crazy, absolutely insane. And I'm not saying that would you know work for everybody, but it's I think it's definitely worth looking into um, if yeah. you have kind of struggled with those things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, know. I mean, two weeks, two weeks ago, you did. <laughs> My life's changed. <laughs> I never did. I never had like ADD medicine though. I never did all that. My parents were very like homeopathic yeah. about everything. Yeah, they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most confusing laugh I've ever heard. I know. I know if that was a good or bad laugh. I was like, huh? Uh-huh, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> Yay or nay? Are you anti or pro or what? Are you trying to Yeah. You're the one oh, who laughed Oh, the like only that. person You're who so laughed. so cute. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. believe in homeopathy. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want that on a shirt. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this goes across the back. Uh, who else has a question? Yeah. What are you guys most excited about covering this upcoming year? Ooh, good question. What are we most excited about covering this this year? Damn. Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so we, we have some great episodes coming up. It's so crazy. We've been doing the show for like two and a half years now. It's bonkers that i feel like we've covered a lot and that yeah there's yeah. still so much to cover um, i think i'm really i want to dig more into trauma and just get a trauma specialist on the show uh because i just think you know we've all we've all experienced trauma and that trauma affects how we you know live our lives now and i think kind of figuring out what are the signs and symptoms and all that that you might not even realize and and kind of finding those moments where it may have happened yeah, um, I think I'm really excited to kind of dig into that this year. A I lot. like that. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. I wasn't ready for this question. <laughs> Maybe I mean we've touched a little bit on like trust, but I know for me I'm still trying to work on um, trusting myself. Like maybe your gut, but I feel like I, we've covered that a bit. Maybe mm. we'll get into that more. But I'm mm. still I'm still interested in that. I also want to have a specialist on to speak to the spouses or partners or family members of addicts. I mm -hmm. want that and I want trauma and I, yeah, just knowing if you are in a situation that you might not be aware is really toxic, speaking to those people so they can maybe see the signs and, you know, realize that if you've been gaslit, that you're not crazy and all those things. So yeah. I'd say those are my two big ones right those now. Those are cool. What about you? What are you excited for this year? What are you, yeah, for well, us to cover? 
I went to sex and love addiction for, I went to like a three of them, three classes after I was just going through a bad breakup. Yeah. How and long I, ago was this? Um, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> the at this show from wow. the audience is the greatest Guys, thing. are we in? Are you guys comedians? Yeah, are we an improv troupe? Are we, did we all just become an improv troupe? I think we did. The callbacks tonight are fucking crazy. On fire. Oh, wow. I realize, like, everyone in, it's called Slaw. Like, everyone, it, this was, like, a couple years ago. Okay. And everyone in there was, like, I, I could tell had much worse problem with it than I did. Not that I shouldn't be in there. Like, I think... I was just kind of serial monogamist for a long time and just like jumping from one source of attention to another kind of like let it dry out and then go to another. Yeah. Like it was just unhealthy. Is there any other way? I feel like that's like, <laughs> you know what? You mean dating? Do you mean <laughs> yeah, everything I've done? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they do this thing called um, sober dating, which is not sober like alcohol. It's like you date someone and then you, you like only talk to them once a week for a certain amount of time. Oh. So you like, you don't, you don't just start getting in the habit of like, there's the person that I'm talking to all day Oof. who's like satisfying that yeah. need. Wow. That's fascinating. There's a, there's a lot of research about that. that might I want to do an episode cover. with you on that. We need to okay. talk want to come back it? on and yeah. talk about that? Oh, I'd love to. Addiction and trauma, I think would be great to dig into this year. Cause Just I really, yeah, I struggle with that, with that like impulsivity of like, oh, we connect. So now we're going to talk every day all the time. And like, and just you don't that know the person at all. And you're like, right. yeah, it's just unhealthy. I think probably. Wow. Fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Wow, Who's tip. triggered? Hot triggered? Right you now. triggered? I'm triggered too. Don't worry. I'm triggered. Oh That's really gosh. interesting that it's like almost like a guided dating. Yeah. Like people are forcing you to keep pumping the brakes as opposed to just yeah. like, all right, r slam head first into each other, see what happens. Exactly, and like I think if you if you're like a love addict, you, and you're dating someone who's who hasn't like who isn't one or hasn't come to the realization that they are one, like it must be hard to be like, so I have to date in this very specific way, and like here are the rules, and that yeah. must be challenging to be like, look, it's not that I don't want to get to know you, I just. I can't talk to you every day. Like I, I want to get to know you so much that yeah. I need to be monitored. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. the it's like the opposite of like I'm just not really that into you. It's like no, I'm so into you. I'm like gonna go crazy right. about it. Yeah. Yeah. This, you have to wait a certain amount of time before you like sleep with them and stuff like that as well. I Is that part so. of it? Yeah. Mm. Until marriage, probably. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> like an advent calendar <laughs> yeah. for like things you can Ooh, do today you can do a blue job it's <laughs> <laughs> so my next business look out for it <laughs> so business minded oh, yeah. uh, wow. um, any other questions you guys about any yeah I was gonna say the book attached oh the book attached the book oh attached. oh did Justin yes. and Michelle Singleton talk about that? Attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different, so there's different styles of attachment. Did they talk about that in the meeting? Probably. I talked about that. <laughs> he dropped out after two weeks. I was pretty weeks. hungover. <laughs> Too busy texting a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've talked about attachment stuff in therapy, and I can't, also can't remember a bunch of it. I should probably revisit that. But that's I, a great yeah. idea. Attached. Oh, Oh, five love languages. Oh, yeah. The five love languages. They're oh, fantastic. One of our favorite books for sure. Was we that? Did what are they? So French. <laughs> <laughs> Portuguese. 
Brunch is brunch is number one for sure. Oh. Um, Gift giving, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time. Was that I love you guys. Gary Chapman is that the one? Yeah. Okay. Gary Chapman. Yeah, we did. We have an episode on the five love languages, and I think we talked about the attachment stuff with the Jessica Michelle Singleton episode. Yeah. I can't remember what we ended up titling it though. I can't remember either. But if you if you do some googling on the interwebs, you can find it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great book. What uh, do you know? What your love languages are? No, I haven't thought about it. Add that oh, to your you to-do know. list. You have a lot to do after this podcast. <laughs> Toilets and the bed and the love languages. I mean, I mean they all sound out. good. <laughs> it's a feel-good show. <laughs> we want to help people. We want to feel better. What's your? What are your love languages again, Kels? Um, I think it was words of affirmation and quality time. I think I it's like, never when it's yeah. two comics married. It's never gift giving. It's like that's <laughs> not happening. Can't, afford, can't, it. can't, can't um, afford that. Acts of service for me and quality time. I think are mine. Like man, when Cam like takes the trash out, <sighs> fuck yeah, dude. I feel so loved. Feels so loved and seen. You know. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, saying, oh, you look beautiful today is nice, but I'd rather the trash be taken out. I'm going to be honest. I'd rather that. You know? Hey, save it. <laughs> I was like, you know, a little bit yeah. more effort to take the trash out than to tell me I look good. That's tr- You're not wrong. Sure what about, like, you look good taking that trash out? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching you take the trash out, and I was like, damn. I want to drive her to the airport now. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I have a couple things. Um, one of them is quotable. Hell yeah, we got a quotable. Ooh. So it's Boz Lerman, and it's from the movie About Time. Should we do this really quick? Time? Yeah. Is it stretched far enough for you to just. Okay. Why don't you just put your quotable into this mic? <laughs> okay, so uh, it's worrying about the future is like trying to solve an al- algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. What? <laughs> Boom! It's Bike drop. Wow. It's pointless. Like, it's just, like, it's not going to help. You can't, you, you can't do it. it. You can't solve. I love that. By cho- by that quote was like an algebra equation. Oh, I was like, nice. what? <laughs> I feel like I became that gif where it's like she just has, like, equations circling her head. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, too hungover to. Is it gif or jif? I never know. Gif. Gif. Okay. Of course, Grandma. Um, of course, it's not <laughs> what you think it is. What was it? Problem solving by. So worrying about the future is like trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubble gum. It's from a seven-minute mm. commencement speech. Okay. The whole Ooh. thing is amazing. You can find it on YouTube. Everybody's free to wear sunscreen. Yes. Everyone's free. To wear Everyone's free like, to wear sunscreen. Like, I'm looking that shit up. It was on a now too? <laughs> With like now that's what I Eiffel call 65 and <laughs> Hanson? Is this the Hanson? Yeah. Oh my god. It's like spoken words. Yeah. What? But it's like you should wear sunscreen because protect your skin and like you'll thank yourself later. And, and also algebra and, and sunscreen. And okay. Mm. Between that and now too, I'm like, I don't know where I am anymore. I feel so disoriented. You know that worrying quote? I, you know, it kind of reminds me of the one where it's like, worrying is like carrying an umbrella. Before. When, <laughs> what is, when the sun is shining. Something like that. Carrying an umbrella um, even though it's not raining or yeah. some shit. Wait, that's Waiting what worrying is? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking this up so bad. It's a great quote. Look it up. It's like, <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Good. Taylor, you need to listen to this yes. now 22 album yes. that we got. It's a wise Hot owl of the forest. Um, anything else, guys? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing. Yes. So, this is my best friend, Sarah, and she's the one who told me about you guys. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. Every episode. Oh, my. Oh, thank God. you. Oh. But she told me about the episode with Jolene Brighton. Mm hmm. So Post birth control syndrome? Yep. Oh my god! Oh. So I'm probably going to cry, but you guys are the reason that I found Jolene Brighton and learned so much about her. And then someone mentioned earlier, like learning about your hormones and like what they do. She does an episode on Boss Babes where mm. she um, talks about like using your hormones and the different times of your cycle in order to promote your business. Okay. Yes, I've I've heard that episode. Oh, it's fantastic. Amazing. I would love to cover that. Wow. Okay. Because yeah, we're like on yeah, a tw- twenty-eight cycle, twenty-eight day cycle or something. Yeah. It's like yeah. our cycle. They kind of compared it. it was like our cycle, women and men. We yeah. had the same cycle, just like different span of time, basically. Yeah. Where it's like a dude cycle is like you know for the day, and ours yeah. is like for the month or something. Oh. And so it's very interesting. You're stuff. on a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions every day, aren't you? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Ovulating by noon, <laughs> period by 10 p.m., start the whole day over. Basically. Wait, what is it? I uh, My cycle is every day? Well, you know, they basically say, you know, there's that stigma that, oh, women are so unpredictable and baby, right? No, we're very predictable. It's just, they're, it's kind of over the span of like a month. So, but week by week, you know, it's kind of like, there's another episode I think similar where it's like you're in the fall season and the winter season and the spring season and the summer season. That's also you know a comparison they do. But certain times of the month are better for kind of setting appointments where you're going to be yeah. speaking in front of people or mm. staying inside and just kind of doing your work on your computer. And there's like different things like that. <laughs> Same. You lap. use this cycle? Yeah. Are you a fan of this cycle? We have a cycleless woman in our crowd. You are a hot grandma slash mom, by the way. Can we give it up for her? Holy shit. You look amazing. I mean, our listener. You don't want it to be like last call at the bar that goes up and everybody's like a gremlin. Like, ugh. Can we please have you on every episode? It's so much. I mean, how great is it to have you guys here for? I mean, this is the best. Oh, uh, crap. oh yeah, and my sister's such a huge fan. <gasps> oh yeah, share uh, what you told. Give her a me shout yesterday. Out. Yeah, well, I was I was flying here yesterday from L.A. and my sister texted me and was like, "You have to listen to this uh, codependent episode." And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my, I'm doing a show with Kelsey tonight. Like, I just texted her back, like, you wouldn't believe. And she was like, oh, I, I love this. She was a huge fan. Oh, Listens that's to so it awesome. every day. Oh, my God. That's, that's such that's a so weird coincidence. Sweet. Like, she didn't like, know. She that had no idea. She was just like, you, you're codependent. Listen to this. <laughs> but just so you're happens. You're broken. Yeah. Help yourself. Just so happens. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know them. What's wow. your sister's name? Nori. 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 Shout What's out up, to Nori. Nori. Yeah. Oh my God. Philly, now you're huh? on the show. She's gonna love that. She's gonna huh? freak out. Oh. I'm not gonna awesome. tell her. 
<laughs> She'll just stumble upon it. Shitter, shitter pants, pants yeah. at work. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Wow. Well, any one last thing, and then we should probably wrap it up. I was just going to say, the other thing I was going to say is the book, Codependent No More, oh, yeah. and there's a workbook version of it where you work through different steps. Like, they tell you something, and then you go and, like, you write about it for three pages, or they give you a question, and you, like, answer it. And it's, like, literally a workbook, but it's codependency. And mm. It's amazing. Codependent no more. I've heard that okay. one. That's that one we need to check review. that out for sure. Um, yeah, Melody Beattie. Look awesome. at this teamwork. Wow. Oh my gosh, we're all family here. Yes. Um, anything? Last words, last, guys. Anything that you want to get in? We love you. Yeah. We love you. Oh my god. We love you. We love you so much. This was so this fun. Crazy. Uh, big wow. hand for Ahmed Weinberg. Ahmed is the best. Can you plug where people can find you and anything like that? Yeah, just my name. It's always the handle because nobody <laughs> else has available. your name. Yeah. Ahmed, A H A M E D. And then Weinberg is just spelled the normal Jewy way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, you guys. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you to Punchline Comedy Club for having yes. us. Thank you to Sketchfest in San Francisco for having us. And thank you guys so much. Seriously, like this is it's the coolest to get to meet all of you in person. It like fills our hearts yeah. for months and months and months. It's yeah. the best. So uh, we'll be just over Come there. Meet Come meet us. And Say hi. Take, take pictures. Yeah, all the things. We love you guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you over there. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content and ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album, Savor It, on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.